Want to dance with the devil in the pale moonlight yeah. on a podcast? Hello! It's getting worse every time. And welcome to Cape Crisis. <laughs> They've been worse. You could have done another thing line. Your ex-wife's pussy tastes like sweet butter. I'm Henry Gilbert. That's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Thank you for following me if you do. And this is Cape Crisis, a podcast about comic books, graphic novels, sequential art, and line drawings on paper. I'm yes. here with regular co-host back from uh, uh, the southeast. Adventures in Dead Grandparents. Christopher Antista. He's still wearing here. his morning yes. clothes. Chris Antista. Right, you have a black armband on. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't find any new sound effects in Florida. I, I did. There's and some new sound effects. Uh, also fresh from Florida. Yeah. Uh, the almost Flor- uh, no uh, well, honorary Floridian, sure. Brett Elston. Yep. Hey. Hi. Oh, and here to talk about the, the specialist <laughs> of all special guests <laughs> who we, was filled with uh, talkative rage just moments ago, but now will not look up from her phone. Hey, it's Carolyn. What up, Carolyn? Goodmanson. I have no idea what's going on right now. You have every idea what's going on. We're continuing the conversation we were having on the pizza parlor right here on a microphone, <laughs> but it might take a decidedly comic book skew. Yeah. That's okay. This is usually, what do you usually ask first off? Well, <laughs> thank you if I may host my show. Uh, it's So in the news. In the, no, it's, the, it's what have you been reading? And I have had five days of being in airports, mm-hmm. churches, and a webless old folks home for oh, five wow. nights and did not read, like, kind of anything. That seems mean to the old folks not giving the internet. Yeah, they don't have the internet. My mom had one of those stupid little, like, airless cards. And you like, oh, out of date. I'm like, what is <laughs> What a world. This sucks. I did, yeah, I had no internet connection at all whatsoever. Uh, and so I had, I had to only go on those things, the 12 comics you can put on Marvel Unlimited. Right, you can do read 12 offline. Yeah, so I had some time with Infinity, but no one cares what I think about Infinity. Uh, uh, no, what he, it sucked, right? I no, no, I only, I'm only like two issues it, in. It's not great, and it took two forever. I and caught this, up on original the sin. That, the fact that the end result was, and then Black Bolt blew up himself up. Was, <laughs> Damn it! I mean, I'm uh, getting to that, there's such a slow build. I'm up yeah. to uh, issue four of Original Sin. Uh, I think it's the muster. Yeah, I, I didn't issue, read four yet. Issue three of Original Sin, which I think we covered last time. So mm-hmm. I'm like, and, and, and I, then what we covered from three is pretty much undone by four. What I was able to read was the trade of sex criminals. So I finally Ooh, read that whole thing, sexy. which is fantastic. Yeah, I'm start that. Thing. Have you not started it? I have the first. Yeah. It's so much I have fun. The first trade in digital, but yeah. Oh, I have the physical one. Oh. Yeah, I wanted the. Can I borrow it? Absolutely, because it's. <laughs> it's it's super fun. <laughs> yeah, oh. no, it's such it's a really funny book. I I I just love following I love following Matt Fraction and yeah. Chip Zdarsky on Twitter because mm-hmm. they tweet funny pictures, but they just tweet funny pictures all the time. Mm-hmm. Like even together when they're at cons together, they have like goofy pictures. <laughs> Who of them. is is Brubaker butt stuff werewolf? No, no that's, that's that's fraction. Oh, that's fraction. Yeah. <laughs> God, Brett. I know. I'm I'm outed as fake fake comic nerd. But you're we're aware of what sex criminals is about. We've talked about it before. Yeah, that uh, a short version. A lady finds out that when she orgasms, that she can stop time around her. Then she meets a dude who does the same thing when he orgasms, and they find out during a hookup. And then they're both like, well, hey, we can stop time together. Mm-hmm. And let's go on a crime spree. Let's rob banks. Yeah. And then the uh, the fucking cops show up eventually. That's because mm. I'd read the first issue like three times. And uh, I also feel like I'd never. I I love the first issue just because I think I don't think I've ever read a comic book that dealt with like 
a woman's uh, a, a a girl growing into womanhood sexuality uh, thing. You do not read shoujo manga, Henry. It's not yet. Well, that's it's, usually like between the lines. I don't it's know. on my lady no. masturbation playlist, right next yeah, to Shebop. I'll, and... I'll start a <laughs> I'll start a recommended reading list. I read I, a really good manga once that was kind of it was uh, it was an indie style manga that's called like uh, Blue or uh, Aoi. That's blue, right? Yeah. Um, I, did, I, I just like that the Sex but, Criminals is like the pornographic Wonder Twins. Those are the Wonder Twins. I, I, would just, I, I want no to say what that quick. is. What is Wonder Twins? Wonder Twins was a dumbass addition to the Super Friends. I'm going to um, be the dumb person on this <laughs> no, you're podcast not. that like asks the question for you're the not. readers that are out yeah. there that'll be like, I because don't know, last Wonder time, Twins. what is Wonder Twins? A, a Wonder Twins was just these two twins that had no powers unless they touched one another. But it's just like okay. these people, these individuals' powers are fucking one another. So whenever mm-hmm. they touch and uh-huh. fuck, yeah. But the it's Wonder super Twins, power the time. Wonder Twins would put their fists together and mm-hmm. then they would say Wonder Twin powers activate the boy could turn into forms of liquid yeah. and the girl could turn into animals let's see what this how this clip pans out that's a good one what what possible scenario <laughs> would you go like no 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 not a bicycle <laughs> yeah. a unicycle is what we gotta have here but the octopus has four legs I know there's a classic one where they they then parodied it, parodied it on Adult Swim where a bear was about to attack this kid and then he becomes form of water and she becomes a beaver who makes like a two inch moat around the bear <laughs> and in the original cartoon the bear just stops but in in the Adult Swim thing the bear then just quickly steps over the moat and <laughs> tears apart the child off screen. All you need is- the and male then, to become bear repellent, and then they're at then they're at a uh, they're at the funeral for the child, and the grandmother comes up and she's like, "What the real lesson here is is that a beaver moat's not going to stop a bear. <laughs> you could have turned into it's, another bear. Why didn't you do that? A form of uh, female bear urine. <laughs> Boom! Instant bear repellent, or an ice cage. What about that? Huh? Or an ice cage. But I I, I still love it. They're two people whose powers only work together when they fuck. It just leaves them so vulnerable whenever they want to activate something. That is such a cheat, too, that he's like, oh, I'll turn into ice or something. Like, oh, that when the awesome. writers are like, they need to have him be a physical thing and not a liquid, he's like, oh, it'll be an ice thing. Like, yeah, ice is a liquid. But one of the last times we talked here, Ellen, you mentioned, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> you mentioned, like, uh, there was a comic I wanted to read. And what was it? And you were like, I don't know. What was it, Carolyn? You're like, what's the one with the computer heads fucking? Oh, like, saga. saga. I love you want saga. to read Saga. Yeah. And, like, uh, you have read it now, right? It's really good. Yeah, how far I, are you into it? I read the first two trades. Hmm. I'm, I should just buy the, the single issues on. No, there's, there's still a third trade like, available, I think. The third trade? It's not out yet. No, I've got I have it. Is it digitally? Because I've never seen it. Every time we've Brett, you told me it wasn't out yet. Why did I just Google it? Because two reasons. Two reasons. You're making me look I thought so too because two reasons both of you were like oh you better okay you I'm, better take, s- I'm, I'm taking these headphones off right now no. and I'm going to go to the nearest comic book shop <laughs> and purchase <laughs> the trade of Saga 3 they're all closed I will break through the window okay. I have it on my iPad I don't want to read it on iPad. my iPad I God, want why are you so old school because you, you guys so, okay so here's the reason because I said it wasn't out here's the no here's 
I want to hear while carrying one so old school. Because they told me it takes forever to come out. Mm -hmm. It's really slow. And then both places we went, Mm -hmm. only one and two were there. That was your basis for telling me that the third one wasn't out yet? Hold on. In his defense, uh, the latest couple issues have been extremely delayed. Like, well, they just take six. They do. Reader, listeners, I'm rolling my eyes. Very, very So, like, the the third trade was supposed to come out, and I think was waiting for one last issue to complete it, and like, it took a while. Well, you look at the pages; it it takes some time. I'd rather them not rush. Exactly. So, to Henry's point, (laughs) the reason why I would like a physical copy of those Mm, of of Saga is that I really exceptionally love the art. Yeah, it's, it's really great. It's beautiful. That, yeah. that they have a poster at the Mission Art Comics of like the uh, the romance novel cover, like oh, a yeah. huge poster oh, yeah, with no yeah. no text on it. Like that's the only cover I think I've ever wanted hanging in my house. It's really beautiful. It's, uh, it's such an imaginative book. But yeah, like the yeah. the third trade takes you up to eighteen, and issue nineteen just came out, mm-hmm. and it was a big deal. Okay. The nineteen just came out. Mm-hmm. There's one that came out this week that has not come to me up. I read the first issue of it. It was Velvet, the next the new series from Brubaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steve Epting, his artist on the Death of Captain America's books. And the plot of it is like, it, it, uh, it's what if Miss Money Penny was from, from James, uh, from James Bond. Bond. That the, 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 like, the, over, the woman in her, the secretary in her early 40s from James Bond. Like, what if James Bond is murdered okay. and then she is framed <laughs> for his murder and then she has to. It turns out she has awesome spy skills too, and has to go on the run. Huh. That's just a really cool it's, idea. I like. Is it that. called Velvet Assassin? Velvet. Love Simply Velvet. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so just He's have a man. Well, Carolyn, did you you like the first two trades of Saga? I like like them. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not love. Uh, like like is stronger than love sometimes. Well, I, just, <laughs> I, I don't assume you read a lot of. Comics. Excuse me. Well, the manga, right? Well, cartoons are her babies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Glad, glad you've established. But we have been watching Sailor Moon. So <laughs> the new one. <laughs> the new one or the old one? Well, I don't, the old the one is now one, on Hulu. The new one's not started yet. Oh, okay. It's, it's the old yet. one that's on Hulu. Yeah, we're re, we're rewatching. Thank God. Re, Whoa, that's re, racist. Re, 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 I, re-watching. So with Sailor Moon, like they they recast all the scouts except for Usagi, right? Like. It's still her uh, voice. Soldiers. Sorry. Didn't somebody die? One of the voice casts just die? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, I know that not many of the original yeah. say you are returning. Whoa. 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 <laughs> whoa. Uh, yeah. I, so, well, it's a reboot. Mm-hmm. So but I think they did bring back Usagi's voice. I, one of them is back, yeah. Um, this is somewhat related to what, what, have you, what you've been reading <gasps> because... Oh, uh, we took a we took a trip recently, and Carolyn, you read you read a lot of something over that trip. I have no recollection of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dangan Ronpa. Uh, that's it. That's oh, game? the game. It's a game, but it novel. is a visual novel. It is a visual novel. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's no Gears of War. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm still a chapter one of that. I need to it's go. So good, that. Henry. It's grim. It's nothing. It's like I think this might be my game of the year. I'm like, it is. So what well, is like? Well, what it's like? Persona in Ace Attorney, right? Like Ace yeah. Attorney with like all the what's a representative of every clique in high school. Yeah, there's with, that. Yeah, it's based. It, it's it's a it's a visual novel game that has much more gameplay than you're used to mm. from a visual novel game. There's like 
aiming and shooting. <gasps> and it's, it's, it goes beyond touching an inventory. There's, there's a cover yeah. system. 3D, and, uh, expo- there's, there's there's 3D no exploration. There's a horde yeah, mode. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, there's 3D Levolution. exploration. There's no cover system, unfortunately. I didn't like that I when that game came out I got a couple tweets of me saying that I was the ultimate fanfic writer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that. Oh no. He's a really cool character though. No, he is cool, but I was still like yeah. I didn't like didn't like hearing that. He Fumi is a really cool character. But yeah, um just, yeah, it's an awesome game. Go play it. it I, I Sure, it's easy to spell and find in places. Yeah, I mean, for me, well, it, would, it would be a Vita it. system seller. It's oh, really yeah. good. I've ordered Danganronpa 2, Sight Unseen, a special yeah. edition. It's amazing. I don't know if there's any left on the NIS America store. Let me I, just, I have no affiliation, but please, like, it's really, it's like yeah. the, the extras that you get are, like, insanely better than what you get on most special editions. Yep. Pretty awesome. Uh, I also pre-ordered it. it. It's going to be bomb. No, it, yeah, I also pre-ordered it, and I barely played the first one. I need to get back into it, but I think, yeah, like, just for Danganronpa and also for Persona 4, like, that's enough. Like, you, that's oh. enough for Vita. And then mm-hmm. yeah. just get a PlayStation Now subscription for yeah, one year. Obscene. And, like, you've, like, what was it? The the Vita ones, I saw today Towerfall. Like, Towerfall mm-hmm. is going to be free next week on the PS4. Sounds and I was like, why did I even, like... Why did I even buy Towerfall? Was my question I asked myself. Like, I should have assumed in three months it would be free. Like, yes, one of one of the six uh, PSN games on PS4 exactly. will be free. Yeah. Uh, uh, but no, seriously, if if y'all have a Vita, mm-hmm. yeah, we do. Danganronpa. Danganronpa. So what's the the English trigger? Heart- trigger happy havoc. Trigger happy havoc. It's happy. yeah. It's Dang- Danganronpa colon. And just havoc. to do my video game music plug, uh, <laughs> the soundtrack, the entire thing is on Spotify. So if you got Spotify oh. going at your nice. workplace, you know, uh, do, the voice do acting is really good on Danganronpa mm-hmm. too. Oh, like yeah, I was just yeah. talking with Grim, I had like this, mm-hmm. oh, it was so satisfying. I had this like deep thirty minute conversation about Danganronpa with Grim yesterday. He was like, "Man, the voice acting at the end, no spoilers. Like, there's this one character that comes out in the end, and her voice acting is like." It's oh wait, are good. you playing in Japanese? It was or English? very well localized. I was oh, playing okay. in English. Yeah, the localization was insanely good on it. I, I think that's an interesting avenue that was for when, Crisis. When I played it in, when I played the the prologue chapter, I did it in Japanese because I was like, I'm going to be reading the whole time, and like, this is such a Japanese game. Like, it's so the Jap- Japanese culture is so ingrained in it that I figured, mm-hmm. oh, I should hear the Japanese dialogue. Mm-hmm. But, no, I would highly recommend playing it in English. I, d- I didn't play it in Japanese, so I can't say for uh, sure. But the English one was really good. Huh? Is that is that perfectly yeah. translated? Yeah. Huh? Zimpai. Uh, 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 I did read. I read some. Th- oh wait, Brett, what were you going to say? Were you going to say? Uh, so. What did I? What did I, What have I been reading? Uh, Spider guy. I didn't read much any <laughs> any Spider Man. So the main thing I, I kind of re engaged in was uh, I randomly wondered if like that two thousands era Captain Marvel with mm-hmm. Genus Vell. Oh yeah, and it's all on Marvel Unlimited. Mm-hmm. It's not on uh, Comicsology, <laughs> which which sucks. But and that's the Peter David written series. It's Peter right? David, and it is it's all the whole run. It's twenty five issues, and it's all on Marvel Unlimited. And it it was right when I got back into comics around mm-hmm. 02, It was like an issue six or seven, and it was mm-hmm. what if someone with cosmic awareness who can see everything happening all at once, mm-hmm. like so many of these cosmically aware characters can do? What if one of them, just one, was like? I can't deal with seeing every possible outcome of everything. How can I make any decision? Because if I, 
between stopping a war and saving this one girl, I stopped the war, but that girl was going to grow up to be some intergalactic peacekeeper. Who would be, in, like, she would make the entire, her entire galaxy be peaceful. Yeah, or, like, this guy who doesn't get killed will then go on to kill someone. It's like, knowing you can't be everywhere at once, you can't stop everything, mm-hmm. I can't, and he just goes insane. And now it's this weird anti-hero who has the powers of, like, Silver Surfer, basically, oh. mm-hmm. who's, like... It's insane, and I, I don't. Also, I don't think till the very end does he get his shit together. And I'd actually never read the last yeah. issue because I forgot. I think. Yeah, I haven't. I didn't read every issue, but I really liked it too back in the day. I haven't read it since it was pre- published. I haven't at the either. Time. You want to do a preliminary case of a uh, Laser Time Cake Prices Re Club? Sure. And check it yeah. out. Yeah. If you got Marvel Limited, I would highly recommend that it. volume was, of Captain. I Marvel, saw that yeah. it was like either added recently or something. The first issue. The first issue is like just catching you up more or less. It's mm-hmm. the second, third, and then everything after yeah. that is really good. Well, it also spun out of a series. But it called... is like two status quos ago. So yes, <laughs> it, none yeah. of it matters. None of that. Uh, no, it doesn't really come up. But there is someone later who's like Philavel. Yep. Who I think would go on to be in Annihilation Conquest and all that as stuff. As Captain Marvel. As Captain Marvel. So. But uh, but and also as she was a she was Philavel was a groundbreaking character. Well, yeah, I'll say groundbreaking. But she was like she was a lesbian character. That's that's all that she got to like her and Moondragon were yeah, a couple, to... and then they didn't make it a big deal. What? <laughs> say some what, Carolyn? No, what? I just have nothing. Weigh in on behalf of vaginas. <laughs> I, I have nothing to add to this I just, conversation. I just Captain like, Marvel, man or woman? I liked Karen. in the I liked in the I annihilation no I liked in the annihilation books they didn't even treat it as a big deal or they're just like oh these are the lesbian characters they're just like yeah they these are two people who are a couple yeah she won't be fucking the bugs on board this ship <laughs> just yeah right. I mean Captain Marvel at this point has been like two women and three women and mm-hmm. two men I think because there's mm-hmm. Cree there's Marvel and mm-hmm. then there's <laughs> uh, look. <laughs> That's where he's Cree yeah. and their names are dumb. Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. And then there's Genus Vell and then uh, Philavel. And then there was Photon, the, the Afro wearing yeah. young lady. And, and that's and then the current and then Carol Danvers became yeah. Captain Marvel. So that's, that's three all of them, yeah. Interesting. But uh, oh, and when speaking of sex and comic book characters, I did read um, She-Hulk Volume Two. I finished it. The uh, the Dan Slott Super oh, Collection. Right. Not not. I um, really enjoyed what I read. I did that. read the next two issues of the new the, the, the current She-Hulk. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I do I do like the first one. It's well, really fun. In this one, it was fun just because like there is there's a bit where like She-Hulk just she goes like you know I'm just gonna sleep around like my boyfriend mm-hmm. or no my husband like my would be husband just left me. I'm just gonna sleep around with some superheroes and like. There's even a part where there's like some weird commentary where like she, she has uh, like she has a one night stand with Tony Stark and then and then she the next morning she's like what she says to Tony Stark, hey how come you get to sleep around and everybody just thinks like you're a cool playboy and and, and everybody's calling me a skank just because I'm sleeping around like a tenth as much as you. What, was it the slot series or yeah, the this new was one in where, slot. where she's in, she's immediately booted out of Avengers Tower? That's the slot. That was slot for yeah. bringing in. For, yeah, having, like, another male model. But she like can't her. bang in any other form but She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't have the confidence as Jen Walters to bang. Still incredible. And then also there's a funny running joke that in the X-Men yeah. comics at the time, written by Chuck Austin, and mm-hmm. these were awful X-Men comics, like some of the worst. In it, She-Hulk had sex with Juggernaut. And it was <laughs> awful. Like that, 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 that seems like it'd be romantic. That the writer thought it was funny that they would be fighting, and then they would decide like 
then they would get oh, turned like, on while they were fighting and then just have sex. And then like they and then this was a recurring joke where like she tries to she says to Wolverine, like, Hey, you wanna and then Wolverine goes like, Yeah, I'm not I'm not I don't want juggernaut sloppy seconds, see you later. And then she's like, Why are people saying I have slept with Juggernaut? I didn't sleep with Juggernaut <laughs> And like then Dan Slot being the continuity nerd that he is came up with the perfect incontinuity excuse of why his She-Hulk didn't <laughs> sleep with him. It was because a she... Well, this is a big spoiler for the end of the She-Hulk book, but because an alternate universe She-Hulk oh, was taking a vacation in our, in the regular <sighs> Marvel Universe, and she was like, what? I'm on vacation. Who cares? And she's like, you're ruining my reputation. All right. Dan Slot, more like yeah. Dan Slot. Yeah. Am I right? I've uh. <laughs> <laughs> had I say that the, that's the only reason you're on, but it's the only way reason the only way we can convince you to come on. Yeah, uh, you're you're no, so fun. Carolyn, your thoughts on She Hulk? Go. Um, she's a lawyer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think she's cool so far. The only thing I know about, uh, like, to be. Honest, Perfectly honest. The only thing mm-hmm. I know about She-Hulk is what my mom has told me because my real? mom real reads She-Hulk. Oh, did wow. you say that was recent? Your mom just got she, into yeah. comics. Well, she's been into it for a while, but she, yeah, yeah, she like she just started reading She-Hulk like maybe like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, she's pretty into it. Your mom? All right, that's so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my Why mom, is that weird? Because Chris? my mom, my mom's. If unless you're, you're like weird, unless, <laughs> unless you're on a reality show about landscaping, like there's no <laughs> character my mom knows about other than what's on the Home and Garden Network until uh, well, my, uh, she's she watched. I called her randomly, and she's like, ooh, can I let you go? Game of Thrones is I'm like, you're watching Game of Thrones? Wow. We can talk about something? We have something in common? <laughs> I don't know what that is. You know what fucking Game I of Thrones is. I know what it is, You don't. You don't know what it's like to not have a bond with your mother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, my family, we're all big readers, so it's not really sure. weird that my mom reads I stuff. guess also, I think <laughs> it's I... It's not read, it's just that it reads Marvel comics. I've also been reading uh, The Sundial. The fuck is a Sunday? Shirley Jackson, y'all. Yeah. Is that a real book? It's a real book. Everybody uh, out there, PSA, read some Shirley Jackson. That shit is bomb. I'm it's sorry, Miss Psychological Jackson. horror. Ooh. Best of its I kind. haven't got to any horror. Like any, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'm, maybe my video games have desensitized me to violence and horror. <laughs> but there's been no violence and very little horror. It's, well, that's, been hence been the word tension? psychological. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all. Yeah. It's still really good. Like it, it made me realize I'm about halfway through the book, and it is like. A bunch of weird shut-ins in this old fancy house, and they think the end of the world is coming, and then it's like, watch them all slowly unravel, mm-hmm. slash think they're going to survive, or is there actually an end of the world coming, or like, yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. neat, because I realized I have never read an actual book. <laughs> <laughs> like, every book I've what? read, every book what I've are you read. What talking about? I've read a lot of novels <laughs> and books, right? Dune? No, but like, that's the closest, right? That's And that's a real <laughs> book, but like. It's a real book. That, what I mean is like, no non-sci-fi. I've never read oh, a single thing in my life. fiction too. Yeah. Right. I've read a lot of non-fiction, yeah. of, of fiction and non-fiction, but it's like, it always has to have a, a laser or a cape or a wormhole in it, or I don't care. Mm. And this is the first thing where I'm like, oh, this is what books do. It's been a long they time. They take you places. <laughs> yeah, now LeVar Burton's canceled, saying, I fucking no, told you. No, he's not canceled. Not thanks to uh, <laughs> big donations. To Can we talk about that for a second? So well, I, reading Rainbow, I've, sure. Yeah, I was in a really dark place that mm-hmm. morning when, uh-huh. that, when that Kickstarter went up. And I was like, I hate my life. I'm going to live the dream. Oh, goodbye, city life. I'm going to donate big to this Kickstarter. Because 
Reading Rainbow yeah. really shaped my child. LeVar Burton in particular, and uh, I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. He does. Uh, He's a big fan. I've always I've I've thought deeply about this, and uh, aside from like the people that I know, like my parents and stuff, mm-hmm. I think he's the person that shaped who I am today Whoa. more than anyone wow. else. Because um, I'm really into reading because of Reading Rainbow, and I'm mm-hmm. particularly really into reading science fiction because uh, I mean I grew up watching Next Generation, and mm-hmm. he was on that, and he was on Reading Rainbow, and like together, and I was like it kind of it sounds stupid, yeah, and roots, <laughs> and and just uh, Kunta, and just like just putting those more, two more things fish for together. Kunta. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Just putting those two things together, I was like, "Hey, like I love the show, and reading is awesome. Like, what if I read sh- read books about spaceships?" Mm-hmm. And then that, and then hence, that's the rest of my life <laughs> happened. Well, now I feel so, now. terrible for why I wanted to bring it up. But <laughs> why? It was a couple articles on like. Don't listen to the haters. Well, if your beautiful people want to tear you, it down. wasn't haters. I had the same. I had the same. I had. I had no cable, it's and true. I was a big reader. And I had, the Reading yeah. Rainbow had the same. Uh, it had the same appeal to me. Uh-huh. But they were like, sized books don't count. But it was like Lavar Burton was out there. I know. I, I mean, I. This is the least I've ever read in my entire life. Uh. I mean, I read comics, but like I. Oh, big uh, I've been reading a lot of count Godzilla novelizations. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of pro wrestler biographies. But they, <laughs> but they, they said like. Who the uh, fuck yeah. cancels Reading Rainbow for yeah. public television? And then, like, someone's like, well, here's why we canceled it. And it was like, oh, that was kind of mind-blowing. Why Reading Rainbow doesn't... It, it, it's that it was funded partially by New York Education Board. Mm-hmm. And then they, the studies they've done, it's like, yeah, Reading Rainbow fosters a love of books, which is really cool. I can say that firsthand. But it doesn't help anybody learn to read. And that's what we were. So, like, <laughs> it doesn't saying. fucking cure doesn't cancer either. Jesus Christ! It doesn't Christ. have to. It doesn't have you to. You need to learn to read before, before you, you can, can love books. Enjoy, and yeah, it's, it's like, like they said we we couldn't continue to fund a, like a book talk show. Uh, it, it was that's bullshit. Especially because when I was a kid, I would watch that back to back with Sesame Street, mm-hmm. and those two things in conjunction helped mm-hmm. me learn how to read. Uh, dude, I'm right there with you. It just. Like it puts the two things together. Like here's how to read, and then mm-hmm. here's why you should love reading. That's probably, but and and the the why you should love reading mm-hmm. is like yeah, every fucking mm-hmm. kid. It's and, more you important. Know, I think God if... hopes that every fucking kid in the United fucking states learns how to read. But I think, the, but it's the why you should love to read that's missing from the education that's, today. That's yeah, a, that's, yeah, a, it's, that's uh, an excellent. And point. when I become president, <laughs> when I, I am president, think, I think those those kids influenced me to write reviews of just seeing those kids go yeah. like. And I read this, exactly. and this was really fun, and I liked this I was part. Just, well, I was mainly excited to realize that there, da, da, da. Wasn't, there wasn't an evil, <laughs> yes. there wasn't an evil means behind reading Rainbow being canceled. It was just to put more money into That's programs where dumb. people read. Meh. It is secondary to people learning to read, though. But so, it's like that was so, never the book's the mission. It's like I, I definitely see what you're saying because, like, part of like what the show's mission, what it probably lacked is why it's fun to read these things. Yeah, just the yeah. format of them, and then linking it to real well, that's things, what, where no, it's like, yeah. here's we're on location at this cool place. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's man, some yeah. books about it, and I'm like, wow, that place is that's, cool, and I can go there in my want, mind reading this book. And here's this kid who's my age that's telling me about this book as a peer, mm-hmm. like. Uh, also, I remember going to least, like the yeah. library and looking for the books with like the Reading Rainbow yeah. stamp on it. Like, yeah. oh, this was a Reading Rainbow one. I have to read this one. I've heard of this. It's yeah. just also weird. Like, of all the things that got renewed that year, 
none of them thought it's irresponsible of me to continue Big Brother. <laughs> I should well, put I should put this money towards reading it's Rainbow. It's public tele- I wanted to find out who the fuck canceled Reading Rainbow because you do put yourself in the position of being the new Hitler, the man who yeah, yeah. and the man who canceled Reading Rainbow. <laughs> like, I, I didn't know the funding came from such like a real place, mm-hmm. like a. a a foundation mm-hmm. dedicated to teaching people to read. It's like that just wasn't part of our curriculum anymore. And it kept getting more expensive yeah. to produce. Well, so Carolyn, did you did you hear the stories that Lavar Burton was floating around E three this year? Like there were no. many there were many Lavar Burton sightings. What like, I have found Man, out, I would have flipped out. I found out I just missed him at at the Ubisoft. The Ubisoft had a party on Monday night that I went to. Well, it was like a press thing well, where you could play the game. Go to that, but. but when, <laughs> But when I got when I got there, I was talking up. Apparently, somebody who knows I I can't make the connections, but there's some some family friend of Lavar's is involved Uh, uh. in Ubisoft, so they got him in. Is it Worf? And also there, well, Dorn is not related. That was another thing too. That like I had this happened to me. Think. Three times during the, the idea three. that someone has to get Lavar Burton into a Ubisoft party. Oh yeah. my god! It's like, can you not just show up and be like, yeah. "Well, who I saw world. there too." This happened like twice during E3, and maybe this will make me sound a little racist, but oh god, everybody su- buckle up. Well, what happened right. was Ooh. that uh, in thank you for that uh, vapor right in my face. My thank mistake. You. That um, that when I got there, I saw. It, it, it was Retta, the actress who plays Donna on Parks and oh, Rec. Oh, I know like, who Retta is. And it was, very, it was very clearly her, but my immediate thought was like, no, no, wait. Hey, whoa, whoa. Stay with me here. My immediate thought was like, hey, that might not be somebody famous. It could just be a black woman who maybe looks like her, and you're just assuming it's a celebrity because you're in L.A. Like, don't, like, I was so worried about being racist that I then made a racist assumption. This is what I think happened. That like, did happen. And I, I felt mean, really bad So you saw Retta IRL? Yeah, it was for real. I mean, I would yeah. do that. Like, I don't think it's a racist thing. It's like I'll see yeah. so a white dude in LA and be like, I think that's mm. like Nathan I Fillion, think, yeah. but I don't know. Could just I, be any guy with a good job. I totally. And I don't <laughs> want to approach him because if it's not, I'm going to be a real big dick. I totally did that to yeah. Dave Chappelle in the movie theater, <laughs> seeing Bridesmaids. Uh, right, he's like, that's oh, Dave Chappelle. I'm like, you saw him? Yeah, like that. Well, he was standing right next to me and was like, dude, that well, it's not Dave Chappelle. Heidi it's just saw. a black guy. No, I know Heidi. <laughs> Heidi was sure. Heidi, that's, he was like, we just saw Dave Chappelle. And it's like it didn't factor until later. I saw him and like that he's gotten kind of jacked. Oh, really? Yeah, that he's been a while. Yeah, if you look at if you, beefcake. Yeah, he's well, he's just he's been working out a lot, so it didn't seem to me like a lot of free time. Frail, thin, playing a crackhead, (laughs) Dave Chappelle. He does. It's like his famous character. Well, I like him as like yeah. I, I liked when I could identify with him as a nerdy dude. When mm-hmm. he would make like when I one of the first things I liked Dave Chappelle for was when he made jokes about like Batman and and Hulk. <laughs> yes. Just to get this back to comic books. Thank you. I was uh, just happy. It's like wow, look at tall, skinny dude being famous. <laughs> He's not some muscular super cut guy. This is so nice. <laughs> All right, we should probably take a break at this point, I All think. Right. Should we? Yeah. Uh, but when we come back, it's a special anniversary this week, one that when I heard the number of what yeah. this anniversary was made me feel really old. Oh, my God. And also we've got other movie talk about the Ninja Turtles and your answers to last week's question of the week. Butterfly in the sky. Come on! I can go twice as high. Let's get it on. Take a look. Nigga. In a book. My nigga. Reading rainbow. You think it's a game? Hey, 
Hey guys, thanks again for listening to Cape Crisis, the bestest comic book podcast ever that's on the Laser Time Podcast Network. If you're a fan of ours, thanks so much for all the time you've given us, but if you'd like to help us out in ways other than listening, there's a lot of ways you can do that. Go to lasertimepodcast.com and click on the PayPal button that's on the left side of the screen. That way you can just give us a little bit of money, whatever you feel like, just consider it a tip, and it helps the gears keep a turning at the Laser Time world. Same with the uh, t-shirt store that's right below the PayPal button on lasertimepodcast.com. Buy a cool t-shirt. I think we still have one with Alf on it. I'm, I'm not totally sure. Assume there's one with Alf on it there. Then on the right side of the screen, there's links to Amazon. You can buy the stuff we suggested by off Amazon or just buy anything else. It, just buy it through that link that you clicked on and a little bit of money comes our way. I bought a bunch of freeze-dried uh, raspberries recently. That a, a nice little 40-calorie uh, snack to have during the day. Like It's good. It's a good low-calorie snack. Uh, I also bought a bunch of beef jerky, like in bulk, because it was on sale. <laughs> I, you know, I'm rationing it out, but that's 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 neither here nor there. But I'm just saying you can buy it on Amazon through the Amazon links on LaserTimePodcast.com. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, give us a review. Be sure to subscribe. New reviews are always nice to see on iTunes. And lastly, it's time for the Hank's Corner Pick of the Week. This week I'm going to go with another Marvel Omnibus. So this is on the smaller side of Marvel on Omnibuses. It's what I've talked about before. The Jason Aaron run on Punisher. I really, really love it. It is the Punisher Max. It is really the the end of Punisher Max. Like it is, and it, it, it brings in the Kingpin, Bullseye, like all these mature Marvel characters into the max world of Punisher and Punisher has been aging steadily like this Punisher has been to Vietnam he's 62 now like and it's it's just a really neat story that goes like it's an epic like it really is like a 40 30 40 issue epic like it's really great and it's all collected in one big ass omnibus now that'll look great on your shelf as, as I can say from experience of putting it on my shelf uh, so yeah, you can buy that through a link on the episode page for the this week's episode, 97 of Cape Crisis. You can find it on lasertimepodcast.com. And now, back to the rest of the show. Avengers Assemble! Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's episode 97. Don't get your hopes up for episode 100. I'm just warning you right now. Like, well, all we have to do is think of something. Who knows? What, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it'll be the last episode. Who knows? Like, this is all right now. No, no, I'm just kidding. Or am I? Anyway, hey, guys. Let's move on to... Unless uh, Carolyn wants to expound upon her Final Fantasy VII tweet that's rocking the Twitter sphere. Chris, mm. I didn't mean... I, no. I had one drink last night. It may <laughs> have posted a slightly trollish, inflammatory tweet... What did it say? ...that I stand by, <laughs> which was, again, uh, you well, know... I just like to... I don't okay, want this so let me, on my here, podcast. I'm of two minds of this. So I, I, I tweeted that... If you're over 30, if you're a grown-ass adult of a certain generation, and Final Fantasy VII is your favorite RPG of all time, 
you might want to, I mean, I said be ashamed, but you might want to play a few more RPGs. Like, there's more oh! stuff out there. At the very least. <laughs> she threw it down. Well, yeah, like, if you're saying so, that... If so, you, okay, so, yeah, yeah so uh, let me, let me uh, backtrack, a, like, backpedal a little bit and say that if you, you should like what you like and not be ashamed of it, and that's one, of, I think, one of the hallmarks of, of being, except, you know, if, as long as you're not hurting anyone there else. You go. Modify oh. that. Um, but in terms of, like, when we're talking about TV and games and books, I think one of the things that separates, like, cool people from not cool people is, like, you shouldn't be super absorbed in other people judging you for liking a certain book. In high school, I was obsessed game. of how people perceived me via what I liked, and I was very yeah. happy to shrug all that and away. It, and if you're trying to be cool and yes. only like cool things, you're going to limit the enjoyment that you get out of life. A real good thing. Listen, children, listen. <laughs> this is wisdom I'm dropping right now. Like you shouldn't limit the, you shouldn't limit the enjoyment that you have. Like if you like something, you should you know go for it as long as you're not molesting children or you know encroaching on other people's liberties but fine. you did say if you like Final Fantasy 7 you're a gay go pussy f- <laughs> <laughs> um, I said literally go kill yourself oh but my god whatever um, <laughs> that was the original tweet but <laughs> no it wasn't no. you were egging me on and I was not yeah. I, I was not but I, I do think like could would somebody I do think if somebody had played a lot of RPGs if they would really if they would still say FF7 is their favorite I, I don't know well I get that if you're from a certain generation and that was like the first that was like a formative sure. experience for you you're sure. gonna have like uh, to be fair my number one game of all time my favorite game which is Notarized in my fucking will and last testament is Bubble Bobble yeah so I, I'm in no position to judge other people like oh, I know that a lot of that is based on nostalgia. That's a great game. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. <laughs> well, yeah, and if you were like, yeah, you were twelve when when the first when FF Seven came out. Yeah, yeah it's great. Fine. I I would love to chat about other games. You should. Play I'm just though. happy that you are receiving. Criticism, I mean, so much criticism uh, for your opinions. For I'm guessing the first time in a while. I was oh, twelve yeah. when I played and FF Six. Like it was a formative experience. It's been a, for me it's too, been a two day at reply troll for you, though, hasn't it? Oh yeah, that makes me. I love happy. it. I don't care anymore. I'm. I'm. No, it. you shouldn't care. Fuck it. Fuck it. Same as people shouldn't care that you. They shouldn't care just because you told them to feel ashamed that they should like what they like. like you also should. You should not feel ashamed of people giving you crap. And I know you don't. Like you don't, don't need care. me to tell you. Yeah. I don't care at all. All right, superheroes. But if you play, like, if you play, anyone who's that absorbed with the things they like to be angry about it it's like you should feel bad about yourself unless unless <laughs> unless you're into Artanelico then you should be fucking ashamed uh, Artanelico 1 and 2 They're are fine. really good and I got a reply <laughs> mentioning Artanelico like it's no Artanelico 3 <laughs> excuse me um I uh, like I'm not yes you I, are I, I'm like I'm a reasonable person <laughs> Artanelico 1 and 2 are exceptional games. 2 especially is really good. Bigger than whatever. Let's gloss over that. 3 is terrible. Uh, I never keep, keep said Artanelico 3 was good. <laughs> it's okay. Whatever. All right. I'm happy we did this. Okay. So. <laughs> Superhero Spotlight? Superhero Spotlight. Collect your hero. So this one's very specific in that it is Michael Keaton Batman. Tim Burton's Batman. The Tim Burton's Batman mm-hmm. of it. So it was this is twenty-five years old today. This last week. The last week. The nineteen eighty nine simply Batman. 
Man. Yep, which in the posters and the VHS release, and for the longest time, all stuff it released in or on, there was no title. It was just the symbol. It was just the symbol. Oh, yeah. Hello, symbol. Oval, and it was like, you saw t-shirts of that? I think you yeah. still see t-shirts of it. Everywhere. No, so for example, that. like, it was such a big, such a huge movie. So I was eight, because it was mm-hmm. 1989 summer. Mm-hmm. June, so I was nine. Uh, you were nine already. It was nine. Uh, and I was eight, but it was like, this was such a randomly huge deal where it's like we were too young to really get into the Superman movies in the theaters because they no, were either no. before we were born or like by the time we were aware they Quest were Quest for Peace was petering yeah, out and being awful they were falling off the face of the earth so it was like when four year olds recognize you're an awful movie it's yeah and it's like, like it had been really quiet for a long time but it was like here's Batman who even at that point that brand was really quiet it wasn't like there were a lot of Batman video games or like the comics were super big or anything it was just like there's a new Batman movie, and this is a generation's introduction to what Batman yeah. is. And it they told a whole, and these were kids who, up until that point, popularized Batman. Yes. The pop culture Batman, Adam West, is maybe, Adam West, or maybe Super Friends. But maybe even that, even that was like tangential, and like this is before I ever had cable, so like I didn't see any of that. I saw like maybe references mm-hmm. to Batman at school, and I knew who sort of Batman was, but I didn't really know. I watched, Batman. Well, I watched the Adam West show a lot. Yeah, I had I a couple. It. Had a couple comics. But that 89, when the movie yeah. came out, like, afterwards, was like, Batman yeah. insanity. Well, like, because, course, like, every, at least yeah. every, like, boy of that yeah. age was just like... Because it was man. also, again, th- that pre-internet world where it was like, a cool thing will be cool for so much longer. Yeah. Because there's nothing... It was like a whole summer. The entire... Yeah. Like, a whole year, <laughs> yeah, that's really. That's right. You have to wait a really... And you had to wait a lot longer for the backlash. Yeah. Well, nobody had... You didn't... At no, the time, it, at the time just, there wasn't The lead-up to the movie was like... A willingness to participate in the marketing of anything yeah. DC wanted to yeah. put the Batman logo I would logo say, on. yeah, that it was back then. There was a just... guy in my school who was not what you would call rich, who came to school every day in a different Batman like <laughs> ensemble. Wow. Had like multiple pairs of Batman Converse, Batman shorts, Batman shirts. They were all different. But yeah, this was like the first time, mate. Ever mm-hmm. where Batman was cool? Is that fair? Well, no. Um, he was he was very cool. He was very hip in the sixties. Like for for at least right. ni- for nineteen sixty six, Batman okay. was as big as the Beatles. The Batusi okay. was huge, and then but that was thirty years before yeah. that. And no, this, like seventies and eighties, he was just he was the kid thing. He was right. the comics. And according, like, according to legend, the original script for this for Burton touched it was very campy and mm-hmm. in the vein of the Adam West show. And it was sort of, I think, I don't know which came first, but uh, The Killing Joke had become very popular, as well as different other... Well, it was really The Dark Knight Returns. And The Dark Knight Returns had That become, was 86. But it was more that like, DC was, was receptive to, to, to the pitch that became right. Batman the movie, which if you think about it, is fucking dark as shit when like, there aren't superhero movies out mm-hmm. right now. And Batman, the original Batman is dark and pretty sinister. The 89 Batman is, yeah, uh, compared, if you take it in its time frame, <laughs> right. it's a very dark film. But it is also goofball and bad. It is goofball and stupid. It's and goofball. And just... As a very small child, mm. I was terrified of it, so. It scared me a yeah. little bit. It yeah. did scare me a there little bit. I have some vague recollection of in my mind of like some like Joker surgery scene that really Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a good scene. The girls I with their face going, I, love like, I remember Joker. Like, like being sent to bed mm. and then... <laughs> Escaping bed and walking into the living room and seeing like my Can't dad sleep. watching that with the lights out and being like, oh, "What is my dad watching she, on TV?" Wow. And then yet. like running back to bed. And well, because if your dad, if it looks like your dad is secretly watching something, <laughs> right. then you're like, "Oh 
Oh, what is this? this is really Can't sleep, finally. Carolyn, are you ready to embrace the dark? <laughs> no, yeah, the the, no. the the love that the no. the love that Joker scene yeah, and where that the, the, their, that their their faces come off like that's did scare me as a kid. So too. I think I, and I tweeted this earlier, but like this was another weird moment where I realized. I saw that opening night as an eight-year-old mm-hmm. at a midnight showing with my parents. Did you get a T-shirt? Mm-hmm. I, probably. I think, I think people so. got T-shirts. I was really jealous of the people who got like, T-shirts. But that's the weird thing. Like, I know I wouldn't have dragged my parents to it because yeah. I didn't have any prior like, what is Batman? Mm-hmm. Ba- I'm so into Batman. Like, that like means my mom or my dad or both were like. Man, I've been seeing because commer- I'm thinking about it. They it's were everywhere. probably late 30s, so like right? they're probably like, fuck yeah, movie night. Let's go watch. I, I don't know what is this Batman? Sure, remember them when that was on TV when we were teenagers? Let's go. Right. And then like I'm eight and just like this is amazing. But, but like, I remember, I still remember walking out of that theater where many years later I would walk out the same hallway with episode two at a midnight screening <laughs> and have everyone crying and sighing. <laughs> but like, and people <laughs> just like it's two in the morning and it's people are pumped mm-hmm. and people are like fist pumping. And like I'm eight and just like I, how will I ever sleep again? So mm. what I, what like, I did this was incredible. What I did discover through this is that like there was a little bit of trepidation and barking on the production. Tim Burton isn't even the biggest Batman fan, but had an interesting really, take no. on it. But the second they got footage back, yeah. Warner Brothers was so excited that it had a teaser trailer ready very very early, and we all may have been subjected to that. And someone recently released the rare teaser trailer online. And what's weird about it is that it has all the lines you remember mm. with n- there's no music. And like very little sound effects. Mm. Uh, so I, I did think it was interesting because we've all heard these a thousand. Hi, Bruce Wayne. Weird. And what do you do for a living? Whoa! This is from the first trailer, but uh, a little clip from Arliss. Lieutenant, is there a six-foot bat in Gotham City? Like that always had music underneath yeah. it, and I haven't yeah. I haven't ever heard this this stuff uh, without that. Great for remixes here. Nice outfit. Yeah. So yeah, about that. Okay, do you have any other? Clips? I have tons of clips. Oh wait, so. but well, I wanted to say about it was for kids of our generation. And by kids, I mean thirty-five-year-old people. <laughs> yeah. That it was people born like seventy-five to ninety. It's when like. we it's we were introduced to Jack Nicholson yeah. through that stuff. Yeah, like that's that, which was both awesome and ruined the series from. Well, life. he is like he is. Tearing apart the scenery yes. and like gobbling it up, like he's not chewing. No, he's he's literally like. doing whatever he wants. And yeah, he wants he was but like, my deal is I do whatever I feel like. But looking back, like after Heath, Heath Ledger did his version of the Joker, I was like, that you know, that's an amazing Joker. That's an amazing performance. But it's still like a restrained performance where Jack Nicholson is. But like, Jack Nicholson is the other side where it's like, like I think Jack Nicholson as Joker in that movie, I I actually like him still. No, no me too. Because he's like he's the goofball prankster that's just all bouncing off the wall. Everybody like. My, and that's it's, fine. It's, the point I'm trying to make is emphasized primarily in Tommy Lee Jones' Two Face. Yes, which does not mm-hmm. act anything like any incarnation of Two Face. But what he does Two is act like Two Face. <laughs> but he does act exactly like every villain in the Tim Burton Batman. Yes, universe. yeah, he did yeah. ruin the birds dancing around and yeah. rubbing his hands. Woo! And Everybody. Uh, and that goes on to like Uma Thurman was great, but like she did the same thing. Should have told her to like pull back a little bit. Like not everyone is Jack Nicholson. Yes. Every wait no, everybody is told like to, no one on Joel Schumacher film is told to <laughs> yeah. is told to cool it down. You know, just <laughs> call it back a little more reserved. One of the like, things that I I did, uh, I did I have watched it. We watched it recently in a the theater, right? 
What? what the movie? The Batman, the original Batman. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen we it. did. We watched it in the, the-, the Castro Theater, a I double didn't. feature. Not I me. Didn't. I didn't. No. We no. totally have talked about this. You and me definitely nope. did. The last time I watched it was when I lived with Eric Bratcher and I lived in a spare room. We totally watched this. I, someone will have to correct what us. What was the double feature with it? Returns. Uh, was that no, me? No, we watched it at our place. We watched Returns at we our watched apartment. For, we watched Forever at our place. Oh, we but watched I, Forever at and our I, place. And, I, and yeah. we watched Returns on that very monitor. But it's a, it's a for really Christmas. ugly movie that comes off cheap. And like the the talk of the production design is amazing. It yeah. looks cheap. Because it was intentional to like... Yeah. It, like what... Uh, the what? Who is this? The uh, the guy in the art department called it an essay in ugliness, <laughs> like, like uh, well, divergent much, forms of architecture yeah. all competing on top of one another, and it is like a disgusting looking movie. And it was a part. style that was taken into the animated series. Mm-hmm. Like the animated series wasn't based on the film, like it wasn't a continuation of the films, but they took the Elfman score yeah, or they yeah. were heavily and, inspired and I think by both the of those score. together ended up defining Batman for the foreseeable future well that cartoon is still like the best Batman it is period well I, and then the freaking Danny Elfman like his music defi- yeah. was like in everything for a long <laughs> let time let us not forget the Prince music which should be peppering the show oh, yeah, yeah the Bat Dance that he Vic, Vicky Vale Vic Vicky Vale. <laughs> well, that he made. They asked him to do a song or two, and he made it a whole. Like I just went ahead and made a whole album. I know that's a bad that's, Prince impression. That was a Michael Jackson. Who impression. they wanted initially? They had contracted like Michael Jackson would write the lyrics, and Prince would like write the oh. music. And of course, I was shooting pretty fucking high. Yeah. Uh, for but so yeah, they got they, they they got Prince to do this song, and it's he was so, happy to do it. He was and and it, and it reeks of like so. Here's a movie that's trying to pull Batman out of campy silliness, mm-hmm. and then Prince makes this song they and dance. Silly video thing. that is super goofy yeah. and campy and like crazy mm-hmm. Batman Forever style, forty-five degree camera angles and neon mm-hmm. everywhere. It's and, and it's like strength. it's great, but mm-hmm. it's like how anyone at Warner was like, well, they just wanted to have Prince's name in there. Yeah, like that's all it was. So yeah. I think that, so. I think the positives of the Batman of of Tim Burton's Batman is that like it brought in brooding Bruce Wayne like nobody knew him as the brooding guy like he was yeah. and that Michael Keaton did a really good job with it who like I think so you hear. look at him and you're like he's too short and not masculine no, he, like but no and when all that when all the dust uh, settled on that Batman franchise he is the shining jewel he's, of like the entire thing of the three Batman no I, yeah. of the villains all that shit I think Michael Keaton is, I think so in the end of the day yeah. is it, but it, then in returns he does nothing so it's he, like that, which is why he's, five, the 5% he gets Gives the returns <laughs> is pretty good. Right, here's a, here's one of my favorite. You know this one. Don't kill me! Don't kill me! Don't kill me, man! What are you? <laughs> Ooh, it's. He doesn't hide. It doesn't really hide well, his he, voice. Well, he doesn't really go. He doesn't. Batman do, does murder people. It does. He does. He does. But he do, he does the whisper instead of the. Yeah. Do you remember in the Ninja Turtles trailer this week that somebody even says like he's doing his Batman voice? Yeah, yeah. even see it. Yeah. I did, yeah. <sighs> anyway, get a load of me. It's a great scene. Classic. <laughs> this town needs an enema. Understand, my friend. You can call me a Joker. I don't want to obsess over this. And also, like, I'm glad you did. This is the rare teaser that was pulled very quickly for a more produced one. Oh, it's just I like see. the little things, like you can hear. His foot going across a wood floor. Ha! Wow! Like that's that's how like pre ADR <laughs> this is. Like this just surfaced for me recently. But the other thing you grabbed where I was like, you were like, do you have any Batman clips? And I was like, yes, I do. That was a very special one because I wanted to play this to preemphasize this because okay. preemphasize preemphasize this that this is a sound like I thought I've heard this sound my entire life. 
Yeah. It turns out I haven't. <laughs> I just owned Batman on VHS yeah. and played it a lot. Bum, bum, bum. And that's the old Warner yeah. Brothers. So, yeah, when it came out, I actually got the VHS in Florida. Uh, they I, marketed it so well. It was yeah. like the cover was the just poster. The, it's just the symbol. Yeah. yeah there was no. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Batman VHS came out. As with all VHSs, it has about 10 minutes of preempted... <laughs> at the time, like yep. mass market home videos like Disney and Home Alone yeah. came with preemptive commercials. Because they knew they had you. That's yeah. just crazy to and, think about. And the Batman one was great because there was a lot There was a lot of marketing tie-ins. Uh, look up the Batman serial commercial. It's incredible. I have it. But, you uh, want to hear it? It's more... Yeah. Well, first, the, the other one, though, the, the VHS thing. All right, it it starts with... Alfred. Yes, Alfred, who became the de facto pitchman for everything Batman. Yeah, he, didn't get, he wasn't like, this isn't beneath this me. This is not beneath me. I'll be dead in five years. I'll do Somerset so. next year. Until then, Taco Bell is cool. <laughs> uh, uh, I remember the VHS. I remember the VHS that us. when it first came out. You might that, be about to play it. No, no, no. This is a personal memory of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that... that, that uh, I was at like a, a day camp or like an after school thing where you stayed at until your parents pick you up and like we're like, Okay, we're gonna watch Batman but then like one of the teachers had to say this thing ahead of time, like, they're gonna say some words in this that <laughs> I don't want you people to repeat, okay? Well, now, like, this, like load? Like, they do say shit. I think they, they say get a load of me. I think they at least say damn in it. Like which, yeah, to, which you know, the kid, you, you should warn kids about that word. Should you? Oh my god, it's fine. <laughs> I, don't know. I think it's it, for me. It's more weird. Puritan like legacy nonsense like that just drives me nuts. Thinking about how we take movies today, I remember being presented with the Sophie's Choice of Christopher. You can have Who Framed Roger Rabbit on VHS or Batman. And I had to make a very difficult call <laughs> because, under my perception, that was my only movie I could own for the year. <laughs> and I chose Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Don't regret it. Eventually got my Batman. I think McDonald's started to carry it because it was that popular. I got to, back this, to the future. To this day, hmm. I have a sealed McDonald's. Kids from Rose. Adams Family. Oh! <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that was that. Yeah, I bought Raiders there too. Uh, this is, but again, those VHS came stacked with commercials, like this one starring Alfred. You got to hear the whole thing. Hello, Gotham Cornerstone. <laughs> yes, we seem to be down to our last diet cook. A gentleman is on his way to pick some up. Just look for a black car. No, this black car would be rather difficult to miss. And by the way. The gentleman is usually in quite a rush. Just for the taste of it. Right now, when that soaring thing hits, there's a fucking Diet Coke can with a Batman cape blowing in the wind. Yeah, yeah like all the... Uh, I miss those fucking jingles. God damn it. That, More jingles. That music in the background was basically Symphony of the Night. Uh, and and the, uh, Of course, this is the one that took me on a tear. Right after that is another commercial... Do you, do you have, oh yeah! Do you have any particular memories of this? Yeah, this so I remember vague. seeing this over and over, and it's like the hard sell for such a shitty piece of merchandise <laughs> is incredible, and especially how they get it done. You yeah. can't watch a Warner Brothers movie. Oh yeah! Listen, Doc. What if they ordered a Warner Brothers ball cap so they had it next time? Well, uh, here's all you have to do, folks. Just send for this. Uh-oh. A new Warner Brothers catalog. Use it to order your Warner Brothers ball cap. And it's, uh, they're advertising it's, a catalog that apparently only sells a hat. I totally but no, they're like you can hat. buy posters and what. But it's like you're saying that's Mel Blanc, probably in his He's last. Performance. You no, can he, you can hear dying. him doing the Alan he, Young. He died before oh. before this 
VHS came to market. Uh, and I tried my best to look up, like, this has to be Mel Blanc's last performance as Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Might be. Jesus. And it... It, the it, begin, it, play it again because the beginning, it, the first time Bugs chimes in, uh, you can hear the, the old age, man death the rattle. Age, the age, but like this is—he's either nearly dead. It turns out his very last performance, Quackbusters. No, you go look this up. It's an Oldsmobile commercial starring his son. And he, my dad's a man of a thousand voices. And then eventually, all the Looney Tunes characters pop up, and then Mel Blanc's in the back seat, and like that is literally the last Mel Blanc voice Looney down, Tunes. Son, but it, yeah, I was reading about his tragic death, and like. He was eighty something, <laughs> and he smoked cigarettes his entire life and lived to eighty. Like that sounds like an advertisement yeah. for cigarettes. But <laughs> if you do listen to this, well, this, his voice is a cigarette. Like it's yeah. a, a voice made by cigarettes. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah it's like Jim Varney. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, did this you is... see that picture of Jim Varney at Stonehenge? No, no. <laughs> I'll show you it later. <laughs> Young uh, Jim Varney at Stone. Sounds wow. like somebody's uh, cover photo on God Facebook damn. from here now. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is they sound really fucking. You can't watch wild. a Warner Brothers movie without a Warner Brothers ball cap. Listen, Doc, what if they ended a Warner Brothers ball cap so they had it next time? God, it just sounds what? like his hand is on you his hip. Uh, I think it's his daffy. His daffy was worse. Yes. A new Warner Brothers catalog. That was the daffy. The daffy you hear in Quackbusters yeah. is like the worst. Like he's like, what the fuck? Daffy Duck's Fantastic Island, which I somehow watched recently. Ugh, Thank you, Marilyn. Fucking frizz feeling. <laughs> That's the worst one. What? Daffy's. It's a bunch of frizz feeling yep. shorts stitched together with like a parody that's thirty years old it's okay. now. It's, somehow it's going to be a. Tens <laughs> are for babies. Stop it! That's not true. Also, I, I you watch it. Adventure Time. And probably something else. I don't know what you're talking about. I hate it. How Sailor much... Moon. Ha ha. That's Japanimation. That's. <laughs> Son of a uh, so, my yeah. heart. 25. <laughs> man, 25 years ago. It is crazy. crazy. Uh, I think uh, also it, it broke the... the record of like uh, the most money made in ten, the first 10 days. Mm-hmm. It broke 100 million. Wow. Which is a huge thing. Which and is that, that opened now, up. You, but... you sent me a tweet. Like, look at it. The, the, the Ghostbusters Twitter sent out. Like, here's what movies released today. Yeah. And in 1984. It was, it was fucking Batman, Ghostbusters 2. It was, no, no, no. This was 84. It was oh, Gremlins, right, right. Ghostbusters. Sorry. It was Gremlins, Ghostbusters, and then, like, Raise the Lost Ark, and then, like, six others. Or, no, no, Temple of Doom. Temple, Not, yeah. No. And it's like, the, all these movies are playing in a theater right now. And you're the like, one, oh, on oh, one day, they all came out. It's crazy. Like, Craziness. Now it's just yeah, it is just one tentpole release. Eighty nine was Batman and Ghostbusters two. That's right. Uh, according to Wikipedia, the film's gross is the sixty sixth highest ever in North America, still to this day. Well, it's the, the highest grossing film on based on a DC comic book until The Dark Knight. Mm. And the Jack Nicholson made a shitload yeah. of money because of his deal that he did. Didn't he get, Guinness it? No, 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 he didn't get paid up front. He just said he was smart enough to take the merchandise. I will That's take, what Guinness yeah. did. Oh, oh he did? did he? Oh, okay. I didn't I'm pretty know sure because he was like, "Yeah, pay me shit, but uh, all the toys you make, uh, give me." And he was like, "Ha ha ha!" And, really and all the other actors were like, "You fucking old man!" <laughs> well, meanwhile, like Mark Hamill is like eating out of garbage cans. <laughs> in the, at least in the eighties. Yeah, this Joker. Yeah, thankfully his Joker cash. Hopefully. Uh, and now, now he's cast in a real movie. I, I hope he's getting paid. Episode seven. I hope in episode seven oh, he's man. getting paid real money. For that, that is terrible. Like, I even brought that up on a show, on a podcast that has less of a tangential relation to our topic, but like the. You heard the rumor about Harrison Ford hurt broke his leg, broke it, but it came from like he twisted his ankle, so he broke his fucking leg, mm-hmm. and he's going to be out of commission. And then the real big rumor way behind that is that Harrison Ford is the lead of the movie. Oh, 
and, and that that's why production it's going to hold up production significantly because he cannot stand right boy why well, hope and don't you it, sorry Carolyn's even if that's, not, to even say if that's not the case is that not exciting like an old Han starring wow. movie like the fucking Unforgiven of Star Wars that'd be pretty cool fucking awesome like well, I like seeing I like seeing Hamill finally in Jedi. Well, yeah. not Jedi shape again, but good shape, yeah. especially for his age. Like nice. good, good shape for his age. Same with like Carrie Fisher. Like, but it is like I think it is a secret. Unless you are continually cast in films, like you don't have to be in good shape. Like, but once they cast you in a movie, like oh, this movie costs this much money. You can't be fat. I like, cannot. We're imagine. hiring. Well, he was also a voice actor for like a good decade, so yeah. it's like he just. I, I'm terrible. If I, oh, if I had a yeah, if he's a voice actor, like my, who cares about the way I look at that point? If anything, the fatter I get, the more constricted my vocal. Have cords. you ever? Did you? Um, the one time I, I okay, I remember loving the radio and my radio disc jockeys on the oldie station in the in the uh-huh. early nineties, and uh. and then one time I went to I went to the my mom won a prize there mm-hmm. from the radio station so he went there and I was like I gotta go to the radio station and see the the amazing radio station number one it was just like it was a little it was a little office like like duh oh yeah and then second they had pictures of all the disc jockeys and I was like like at least two thirds of the men in the pictures like extremely fat and I was like oh you guys <laughs> you guys sound great but you could not be cast in in, in things where that you handsome are handsome Dan handsome Dan <laughs> All right, we should move on. But that was a ser- superhero spotlight. That it was. Collect your hero. We're doing this. <laughs> oh, that was fun. And uh, not a lot of news to talk about, really. Like there and was a ton of news. Nah, well, I just like, feel like right, gone forever. We've taken a long time. Sure. But, uh, but no, but like... I didn't write it down. I just... No, nah, I mean, there was like... DC is, is apparently offering better uh, royalties, but they don't call them royalties because that employs ownership. But... Mm. Better back end deals with its creators, which that sounds cool. It's pretty dope. And uh, that's we talked about the schedule already. <laughs> oh yeah, we the, talked the, about it last time. Which, last which I only had heard Kevin Smith like, yeah, I saw the schedule. That's it. Mm-hmm. And also like schedule the, oh, D, the schedule the, the slate of DC movies, no, which will apparently get com- confirmed at Comic Con. But um, it's just so they start with Justice League or the or, Dawn of Justice. And then, what's the next movie you would do? You're the head of DC. Okay. The Within the same DC year movie. as Batman versus Superman. The same year. Same year. Three movies a year. That's their schedule so Jesus far. Christ. Uh, it's, no, it's it's three the first year, two every year after that. The next movie. You're head of DC. So it's May and Justice League comes so, out? Yeah, I think it's like July. May is Dawn of Justice. Dawn of Justice. So follow so up. You follow choose. up Phantom Stranger. <laughs> no, kind of close. Like <laughs> yes, Shazam, Gentleman Ghost. It, wow. it is Shazam, which which no one's heard hide nor hair of. And then Christmas, the plan is for uh, the Sandman film. Mm-hmm. That's starring. I, th- I think starring and directed by JGL. Weird. And, uh, Did he just wince? And then why are you wincing on JGL, Carolyn? I don't know. I'm. Is it, what did Don John? Did that? Did that... I'm over it. All right. And all then right. it's following. <laughs> and then following that is like. A Wonder Woman film, mm-hmm. an Aquaman film, the Justice League film, then a Green Lantern Flash yeah, team, team up. up film. That's interesting. But uh, but yeah, the one of the reasons they it turns out one of the reasons they delayed uh, the Batman Superman film is because 
they realize they just wanted all of the Justice League in it, but so they have to first sign people mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. six film contracts. Jesus Christ. And that's been taking them a while, though. Also, using Ben Affleck is in, he's looking pretty good these days. Like, he's got. Indeed. He is pretty beefy. He's in Batman shape. They don't have a solo Batman movie in there for him? Or Apparently not. Follow up no, oh, yeah, the last one is Man of Steel 3. That's two. the last one. Man of oh, Steel two. Two. Sorry, Man of Steel 2. So Dawn of Justice is not, not Man, Man of Steel, Steel 2. two. No. There will be Man of Steel 2 in 2018. My ass. <laughs> My ass. Everybody will be 70. That's just how it feels. <laughs> 2018 will never happen. It'll never there happen. There will be no 2018. That's right. We'll be on the 700th iPhone. I can't even imagine it. Uh, what will 2018 look like? Like, you'll be, you'll be playing a PlayStation 5 by the time you see that movie. I never... It's very possible. That's conservative. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I never, I never read likely. spoilers, but did you see what the other is it? Oh, yeah, that's not possible. I try to never read spoilers, uh-huh. but they had me in the news stories with pictures of Nathan Philly. Oh, yes, yeah. For <laughs> playing who? Uh, nobody, really. But There's he has, a, he has a, a director he's worked with several times before on movies like Slither. Uh, it's a Guardians of the Galaxy. He's somewhere in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. It's he's, still a he's big worked rumor. with James Gunn a lot. Well, no, mm-hmm. James Gunn. I, if I may drop a name here, guys. Please, please. When I interviewed James Gunn, <laughs> uh, for this was for Lollipop Chainsaw, a, a job, <laughs> a job that he will never have again. Like he'll never work on a video game again. I, I even highly though, doubt. Even it. though he wasn't, he stars in Loco Cycle. But he's the main oh, villain. That's, that's true. But <laughs> it's a full motion video. It's just him. But he like wrote the script. Mm-hmm. Like he was a localizer. If you want to get technical about his job, oh, I wow. think he was really a localizer for. For Lollipop Chainsaw, and when I interviewed him, I said, I asked him, like, "Are you, go- you know, you're famous for casting a lot of the same people in stuff? Mm-hmm. Are you going to cast any people in in the voices of Lollipop Chainsaw, mm-hmm. like Nathan Fillion?" I said, and then he was like, "Well, you know, we're not allowed to talk about who's in it, and blah blah blah." But he knew I saw, mm-hmm. I swear, in his eyes, he was like, "You got me, I know it," but. I was like, yeah, Nathan Fillion is going to be in this, but no, it was just Michael Rooker. That's all. <laughs> that's all the game could afford was Michael Rooker. Well, yeah. who's in Guardians? But just who they seem to claim Fillion is. I didn't uh, see I, who Fillion yeah, is. That I don't so want don't to know, tell me that. I, I want to be surprised. Oh, you, but you saw the all the I articles. I saw that. I well, I had seen rumors before that Fillion. It's exactly well. Fillion, like someone asked me, he's like, "Are you? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not." Which is not a. Good I, way to, de- to, I to deny wanna, something. I want to. I want to be on Cloud Nine watching that whole. Well, movie. But the idea of a Fillion, Brolin a Fillion is, Marvel uh, character, hmm? a Fillion Marvel oh, yeah. character, like everybody wanted him for Captain America, and he's way aged. He's out too of old. It. That's the problem, man. I don't you, know why because he's you got to do these seven fucking film contracts. Yeah. So like, you can't start at forty two. I don't know <laughs> why he's not too old for this character. Then maybe that's Look, just shut this up. I don't want it. Don't, don't even stop. Stop right. right now. All right, we'll stop. If he's Nova, I don't want to know this. All right. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, I didn't say it. No, that's what I was thinking, <laughs> but thanks a lot. Well, if stop this were, it. If this, all right. Look, somebody forced me to read he's this. He's clearly going to be the father of Nova, of the young Nova that, uh, the, that Jeff Loeb introduced. Clearly. Like, if he's Nova, then he's Nova's dad. Still, the Nova the in the Marvel Universe is a wonderful thing. exciting. A wonderful thing. Right, Carolyn? Don't say you don't care. Damn it. You don't care I about don't Nathan Fillion? You know Firefly? I like Firefly. There you I don't go. follow any of the actors on that, on that <laughs> particular program. Well, you don't know that Gina right. Torres is on Hannibal? I don't know who that is. That's Zoe, man. Oh, yeah, we saw the episode, I think, with Zoe in it. 
Lawrence Fishburne's think, wife in real life. Yeah, the show. that's oh, funny. For like five seconds. Wait, I've she's his real life wife. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow, really man. Also, Gina Torres I is connected to, to a clip like we've already heard in this podcast. Ex-wife's pussy tastes like sweet butter. That was her pussy. It's her. <laughs> it's her character's pussy. He was talking about. It's true. From what? From the Shield. The Shield or I've the thing? Not Marvel's Agents of Shield, but just Shield. Uh, oh, and also that Rosaria Dawson is playing oh, yeah. somebody in Daredevil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It can't not be Elektra, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. uh, Rosaria Dawson is one of those, like, she could be any ethnicity is mm-hmm. her thing. Like, she's one of those poly ethnicities, like Vin Diesel, who's just like, <laughs> Vin Diesel can be anything. But unlike Vin Diesel is beautiful. <laughs> Vin Diesel's not a bad looker. I sort of disagree. What? You see too aggressively masculine for you? I guess. Or he looks like a wrestler who's been stung by bees. And has a slight <laughs> right. Are you talking about Dom? Yes, I'm talking about Dom. Family. Oh, yeah, Rosaria Dawson's <laughs> in it. And like, the question is, do you ride or die or not? <laughs> yeah. All right, we should move on to the question of the week. Yeah. Last week's one. He is also hurts. group. So the last week's question of the week. Who from the cast of Game of Thrones would you play as a comic book character? Who cares? I asked this to try. I was trying to be part of the zeitgeist. I'm sorry. I wanted to be cool. And because an actor from Game of Thrones had just been cast as Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a guy named some dude. No, Cal Drogo. Cal Drogo. Oh, the guy who played Conan oh. the Barbarian is, is Aquaman. Okay, yes, the ladies perked up. He's all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so wait, uh, Cheryl and I saw him from afar, afar I, at Comic, the last Comic Con that we went to. Mm. Cheryl was like, "Hey yo, there's some dude over there, uh, Jason Momoa. Maybe look <laughs> up and to the left." And I'm like, "Cool." Cheryl's okay. a big fan, if I recall. <laughs> Uh, well, it's hard not to be. I don't know. I this. don't know who he is actually, but I remember seeing a very handsome man standing on one of those shaky platforms at <laughs> Comic Con, like two booths away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the first responder, Raccoon Hale. You know, I'm not going to read too many of these, but Raccoon Hale said, uh, "I'll take the easy one." Daenerys. Daenerys. Play- Daenerys, played Targaryen. by Amelia Clark. She, who I think would make a very good Jean Grey. Jean Grey. She is also sure. My brain is being knockout. influenced by the Phoenix Dragon similarities, but I really do think she a looks like Jean and b has the acting chops to really resurrect the character. <laughs> Melisandre as Madame Web or Arya Stark as Nomad. Thank you, One Ton Turtle. Admit. Is she? Is that the Stone Queen? Spoilers! <laughs> bloop bloop. You don't, kidding, you don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, what the heart? Ooh, Arya Stark Stoneheart, is a young, uh, Ice Heart. What am I talking Ooh. about? Stoneheart, Ice Heart. What's the character like? What are you talking about? The Care Bears? No. Ice Heart? <laughs> Never mind. Um, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Arya Stark is Talia Al Ghul. One of them's a lion. One of them's a raccoon. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, that's Aimbot Master, by the way. Is that guy suggesting Hodor would play the Blob? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He only needs to learn three more words. Better than the guy from Lost. <laughs> you don't like old uh, Clef Palette? Old the star of a Weezer album. What? Named a Weezer a- album after. Oh, yes. Uh, God, I feel so bad. I can't remember. I, didn't wa- I never watched Lost either. I don't watch that fucking show, man. I don't watch anything. Uh, going down a little bit here. Ooh, Aiden, uh, Fearless uh, Raven says Aiden Gillian, Gillen. He's Littlefinger. He was also Carcetti on The Wire. Okay. Um, playing Doc Strange. Yeah, that's seemingly that's kind of the most actual. That's very you know, good. That's the best casting. Actual. What if casting you had movie. Peter Dinklage, the Dink? 
play Trask. Oliver Trask. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's a great joke. There we go. So, the, yeah. Any others? Um, <laughs> is that it? Oh, none of you guys know Game of Thrones. This isn't exciting for you to think about. No, I know. I appreciate every answer to this one. Sorry, we're not so, going to read a ton of them. Sophie but Turner like, plays Sansa Tar- Stark, being uh, Carolina Dean from The Runaways, is a, is a good one from uh, Ben Stepson. A lot of crosstalk. I'll do it in the mic. Carolyn, yeah, Carolyn. So, well, who's, the, who's the white-haired girl who talks to dragons? That's Daenerys Targaryen. She can be white queen. All right, so you're she's not a little this too swarthy for the. I don't care. Queen. You're not taking this seriously. I am. That's the serious. This is this is awful. I January Jones is already the white queen. That not anymore. Yeah, Everybody's talking white. about Mad Men versus Game of Thrones. This is we Mad wreck- Men got that role. We yeah. retconned her right out of. <laughs> well, someone said Conan, St- Conan Stevens, the guy who played the Mountain. I think you saw a clip of. Yeah, that. I see the. Because even you were like, he would look great as Hulk. I'm like, you haven't seen him painted as the Hulk for charity because it's no. like the most scary bit of casting I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. Yeah. He's massive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess we can just stop there. And someone said Sean Bean. He's barely a Game of Thrones cast member. <laughs> is he one he of those very pe- important? Is he one of those people that's in like the first three episodes and then dies? It's and none of your sh- business. You should just watch. That is fine. exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah, You're right. I shouldn't have asked. I him. Tried to participate. It's on I'm Amazon sorry. Prime. So I can't be throwing oh, yeah, out spoilers here after that whole Nova thing. <laughs> oh, what do we have to? Just because you're three years behind, we have to live in a world without dragons. That was a community quote. That's a community quote. First book. Didn't you read the books, Chris? Yes. Then what do you care? I don't care about what... It, she the, care, he cares about the listeners. I do. I desperate. I, I, I want... Maybe I'm out of touch. <laughs> I want... I've always wanted to, like, give no. my hats off that, like, the whole it's world the panicked. It's who are wrong. It's the, <laughs> 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 All right. I'm not talking yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking uh, that. Uh, All right. I we're I'm done. Uh, <laughs> children uh, <laughs> I was saying, like, that's not uh, in our rotation, and it's so perfect. Well, the, uh, yeah. one last one from Poop Ghost. Royer McCann, who plays the Hound, uh, as a Deathstroke, would be read, hashtag legalize gay weed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, there's a new user named Jethro Dull. Um, <laughs> you know, I think from watching one episode, I can say that Jon Snow seems like such a grumpy sourpuss mm-hmm. that he would be a good Cyclops. Uh, just saying, Jethro Dull did a whole bunch of them. They're great. Uh, Cal Drogo as Beast, Rob Stark as Wolverine, uh, two and Lannister as Magneto. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. It's a good piece of fan art, if not fine casting. Mm. All right. Well, so this week's question of the week. Uh oh, better be a good mm. one. Make up for that last week. Uh, shit. <laughs> no, it was fun. I, nah, I, all right. Uh, okay. Hey, you know what? This is so I can. I will make this the question so I can tell a very personal story that I meant to tell in the Batman person part. Cool. But cool. Hey, what is the your what childhood comic book related toy do you remember mm. having? Like, mm. because mine is connected to Batman. I owned a lot of toys. Like, I could easily say any of the multiple Spider Man I got from the original Toy Biz line, like the first three Toy Biz lines. But I'm actually going to go with. A Batman one that I just remember as like my family had just my family had just moved to Atlanta, so you know I was in a tough emotional time as a seven year old. Big Hank in the ATL, and so <laughs> being given a being given a Batman toy as a kid like was really cool. But this was like it's actually kind of a crappy Batman toy. It was just like it was really a pen topper, like a big <laughs> a big pen topper of Batman, but in a Go really. See cool, Bat- but it was in a really <laughs> cool. It was, no, it wasn't his butt. It was like <laughs> it was something like the stand was coming out from his navel, and it was like it. Yeah, it, it that's the worst. 
He was in a pose that was like the classic <laughs> Neil Adams Batman pose of his like running forward with like one hand nice. out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The Heisman. And, and I just loved it because <laughs> it was it was bright. It was the classic 70s Batman of like a right. bright blue cowl mm. and gray, gr- right. a bright blue cowl, gray, yellow oval. And I had a matching a Robin one and I would just wig just kind of move the pen toppers around to uh, tell stories of them until I got a real until I got a real Batman toy and then I had like eight Batman until your of, parents like, got jobs I just, <laughs> just no well tail. you started selling peaches in a truck we moved to Atlanta because my dad got a new job yeah was shucking pecans uh, I was trying to think of a Georgia thing <laughs> no we I mean we, yes we did uh, pick peaches one year though I actually <laughs> I picked the most peaches I ever picked in Arkansas. <laughs> the most peaches <laughs> that I ever picked. Yes. Uh, and then I tried to break that record. <laughs> so that's my memory. Well, like uh, the do, childhood do. memory of a strong childhood memory you have of a comic book related You toy. do bring up a good point when the Batman movie was in full swing that was very much my representation of Batman, yeah. and whenever you saw something with like the comic blue and gray, mm. it's like yeah. this, this isn't who's this, this weird this Batman? Is weird. Who's yeah. this? Batman wears all black. It's it's not that like I accept you, Batman, but you're not the one I wanted. I yeah. want all black and gold symbols. I'll take any Batman my parents hand me, but because that my the thing with my parents is like my dad hated action figures. Uh, during a dormant time for my love of He-Man, I moved. I know I moved out of this house when I was probably because all he had in the sixties was those awful Planet of the Apes toys. That would have, my dad was like 30 in the 60s. No, that's probably Wait, why. No, that can't be true. That can't be right. That can't be true at was all. Was he 60 when he you were born? He was probably out of I mean, high he was, school. He was in his but... 20s. No, yeah, my dad was... Well, my dad was born in 48, yeah. So yeah, he my dad's born in 48. He, like, uh, had Daniel Boone hats. Like, that was my dad's <laughs> Yeah, Orphan Annie Dakota rings. That's yeah. really more my right. dad's speed. Okay. But uh, right. I, I know it was before I was 8 years old, I didn't play with my He-Man figures for a little bit and came home. Where are my He-Man figures? I sold them. <laughs> my dad's my dad's not a mean guy or like uh huge disciplinarian. He just he just sort of like what the fuck are you doing with those things anyway? Like the most you can imagine is what He Man Universe tells you. You don't need these. <laughs> Chris, he, is that why you blacked out one time and you woke up and there was a box of He Man toys yes, in your front? I, wow, what a breakthrough. Whoa. <laughs> yes, that is exactly why. Yeah, see, this is what happened because it Caroline wasn't my choice. God, my brain. Yes, that did happen. <laughs> that totally did happen. But for some reason, what <laughs> what uh, was seemed to be okay was the few times we could manage to get Happy Meal toys. Mm. And I did have the whole Batman Returns collection. The oh, transforming yeah. one? I remember that. The, well, it was, there's that stupid fucking one that's just the penguin and the all-terrain ducky with yep. an yeah. umbrella that I, spins around. That was around. the only one I definitely But the one had. of the Batmobile that spits out of the, the bigger Batmobile? That was neat. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was, was awesome. a completely stupid idea. Where yes. you're like, what if we had a Batmobile that shot a Batmobile? And like, I know it's not composed of a ton of moving parts, but I know I went back for Christmas to my parents' house, pulled out of the box, and like, Still fires. Still fires. Right and, wow. right, right and fine. Cannot believe it. Uh, did you have the Happy Meal yeah. toys that were Looney Tunes that could yes. dress up as the Justice yes, League? Yes, those were really cool. I loved Batman. those was so Batman. much. It was, da- it was Daffy. It was Daffy. Totally Daffy was Daffy. Batman. Everyone's I still, correct. I still have the Taz Flash one. <laughs> Taz Flash, Petunia Pig, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. Superman, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. It was really cool. I think my parents, there were a time we went to McDonald's. They were always like, God, fuck it. We're already at McDonald's. Just get away. We've already lost... Just Whatever. do what you're going to do. And then the fight over taking the boy's toy was just like, yeah, 
whatever. What, wait, wait well, the, you mean like if you were there when they had the girl or the boy yeah, toy? Yeah, that was that, was that was rare though when we were kids. Uh, it was like Hot Wheels like or Barbie. Like once a year, yeah, it was the Hot yeah. Wheels and Barbie combo. Which yeah. even as a boy, I was like, this Shit. is stupid. Like, I, yeah. just fucking be, make a toy that people like Hot Wheels. Make like, a toy that people want, not like a uh, Hot Wheel. I don't want the Hot Wheel. I don't want it at all. Do you want Barbie, you gay kid? I didn't have frequent access to the internet, but I was rolling through the highways of Georgia and Florida, and I knew there were Mario Kart toys uh-huh. and Happy Meals, and we're in San Francisco where Happy Meal toys are like either illegal, or I think I went in there and I'm like, can I buy an Adventure Time toy? He's like, no, you got to buy food. I don't want to do that. I want a Jake. Uh-huh. We can't. We can't do that, sir. That'll be four dollars for Happy Meal. I'm not buying a fucking four dollar Happy Meal for a toy, Jake. And so I, w- I went through Georgia trying to buy Mario Kart Happy Meal toys. And was rudely informed it's all how to train your dragon. Yeah. See, man, it's all but they're behind Boo. the times there in the in the East Coast. Not like the go go city of San Francisco <laughs> that's already up to we move a little slower. Well, it's, here. It, it is bizarre. We it's move like, a little slower. If someone right were to ask here. ask me what's something you want to pick up in uh, Florida that you can't get in California, I'm like nothing. Oh, Happy Meal toys. I cannot <laughs> get Happy Meal toys in and California. The, uh, and the uh, what's that? Redneck. Barbecue chips. They're forgetting his name. Oh, Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, cable. You can't get I any really of the enjoyed cable. that. They were really bad. Literally, really bad. not like. Well, when I was there last, it was like all. It was Duck Dynasty yeah, and Larry. That yeah. shit was everywhere. Yeah. Gitter, I can't believe people still want that Gitter Done shit. Like, if like that's so old. Like, don't you yeah. have a new thing at least? A new like, terrible thing to laugh. Uh, I guess you probably had a good action figure. <laughs> no, like well, a lot of He Man, a lot of Transformers, but like comic books. The only thing I think of that's as sad as the pencil toppers is it's not comics, but it's He-Man. And I think I've said this before, but the character Buzz Off, who was the bug. <laughs> I guy. had him. Totally so him. I didn't have him, but I was able to, like, cut the top off of a package of one and played with the picture of him. <laughs> Jesus <Wow>. Christ. <laughs> and was like, man, Buzz Off is really oh. cool. What'd you go do? Uh, Masturbate to a magazine? After no, I was that? three. You're fucking old man. No, I was three. That, that's just such an antiquated thing. Uh, and, uh, it's weird, I but should. I think I eventually got one. Like maybe it was from a package. It doesn't make any sense why I would have that before the figure. I just know that that's what I played with for a long time was a picture of Buzz Off. Yeah, so all Brett's friends were cave paintings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but comic book wise, I can't even remember the first toy I got. And it was either those the collection parties. on your desk. When did that start? In the nineties. Like yeah, like the night. There were the well, they weren't super friends. The toys, oldest thing the, I have is that very first Spider-Man with the suction cup hands from mm-hmm. that first. Yeah. N- what po- a terrible post the post Secret Wars toy line. Because yeah. um, the '80s only for for comic book toys. Yeah, they it was were pretty super, bad. There were yeah, there were Secret Wars, and then there were the super super the, friends, super friends, awful or whatever. garbage toys. I had the one of those where it was cat. It was a Superman one where you squeezed his legs together and his yeah. arms. Yeah, moved they like they that. were bad, and the Marvel toys weren't much better. But like, I ended up getting Doc Ock and. Doctor Doom and Silver Surfer, but what? And but by that time it was like, wow, there's like actually a, a comic book twine. But if I have to think mm. about like my first treasured, precious thing, it was that that first series of Marvel trading cards mm. because wow. that is what yeah, I just too. looked at the art, read the back, memorized mm. all of that shit, <laughs> and was just enamored with the idea that this is all a shared world and like this isn't like all my video games that don't talk to each other. Mm. <laughs> These are all in the same thing. Lizard knows Spider Man, mm. and Spider Man fights Venom, and they went into space to fight this guy and. And, and then, there was one time where Spider-Man met Captain America. Yeah, and like they know each other. That's crazy. And then, th- and then that—that's what like enamored me the entire thing forever. And then when they finally started making toys, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, and then yeah, 
Carolyn. Carolyn. I don't really have anything. I, I think this is a little bit of a cheat. I don't cheat, have any cheat. interesting stories around it, but I was really into my Ninja Turtles action figures. Like, nice. Big time. And remember which one was your first, because mine was uh, Donatello. I did get them one at a time, and they were all... It was drawn out, and I remember everything being very difficult as a child. Like, I definitely had to do a lot of th- things and promise to a lot yeah, of things. A lot and of chores. A lot of chores, a lot of this and that. Um, a little... <laughs> <laughs> I, I may have been drinking. Mm-hmm. Lots of star, like gold stars on the chore chart to whatever. And um, boom, you saw a Yujimbo. Um, I mean, I definitely got them in order of my favorites. <gasps> Who is your favorite? Uh, I mean, when I was a, k- a kid, kid. I, it went Michelangelo, Donatello. <laughs> the rest um, don't matter. Raphael, Leonardo, which is Oof. maybe not. Raph was the one I actually never got. So, Ra- so Raph is the one who taught me what the word sarcastic means. <laughs> so, I, yeah. That's important to know that. Leo was always my favorite. It was boring. Yeah, I always thought Leo was really boring. I didn't. His as a okay, kid, like, I didn't really get him. I wasn't he was, like, ju- too cool. I wasn't judging school. him by his character. I was just like, Katanas he has the awesome. blue is my favorite color, and katanas <laughs> are my favorite weapons. Of them. Then uh, Don was second because I could pick up a broom and pretend I had a bow staff, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and I could twirl it around. The and, original Star Wars kid. If that's on tape anywhere, <laughs> I gotta see it. <laughs> I think back of all that shit. Like, yeah, I'm so glad well, we have cameras so everywhere. So lucky, yeah. Yeah, we are up very... in an age without cameras. We couldn't. Yeah. So be nice to Jaden Smith. It was a really good. <laughs> one of my favorite Christmases. I remember. I had the piecemeal. Uh, I was so deprived as a kid. I also got Ninja Turtles piecemeal, and not all four at once. <laughs> Until one Christmas. It was, I got the movie toy Ninja Turtles. Those were super the weird. The rubbery ones. They were weird as hell. But I loved them. But they, I got all four the same day. I was like, this is the greatest Christmas ever. Like, <laughs> they were they part of the Ninja same Turtles. set? Or did someone no, your fam- mom bought them Your mom all knew separately. that there were yeah. four Turtles. Yeah. These, these well, are by the, then they were huge. Like, right. Because uh, well, I would give my also, parents that kind of credit. And I put Ninja Turtles on my, every one of my dad's birthday cards for like three years. <laughs> thanks, son. You Michelangelo should... seems to think it's great to be uh, four. Thanks, Christopher. I know you. <laughs> Christopher, I know you're going off to college next year, but uh, I just don't want to buy you this damn Michelangelo toy. Uh, all right, man. See, that was a good question. That turned out to be a pretty good. You're question. right, Henry. Good job. Yeah, hey, pictures thanks. welcome, guys. In the forums, yeah, pictures welcome. So answer this in the forums of on um, LazerTimePodcast.com. Ooh, there's a picture of me in a Buzz Off Halloween costume. <laughs> is there really? It's one of those yeah, awful like need. chest is a picture of Buzz Off. Oh, and, beautiful. And, and you're wearing like Tinkerbell wings. It's a pretty crappy wing. <laughs> I lost the wings off my Buzz Off. Like he, it was a cool they, toy. They detached. Uh, Buzz right. Off and Clawful, guys. Now I have it's... no idea what that is, by the way. <laughs> now, it's a wrestler. Now it's time for the plugs section. Chris, Boom. you usually go first. Laser time, bitch. It's all up in your face. Go to laser... say uh, bitch every time you say Sorry, I just want people to trust me or think I'm with it. What? Um, <laughs> laser time... It doesn't work, bitch. Is so Carolyn shaking her head at me? Wow! And it was even a wince. Um, uh, go to laser time podcast. The kids are all saying wizzle wuzzle. You gotta get yes, wuzzle wuzzle wubba lubba dub dub. Laser time will hopefully have more content this week and next. Now that I'm back and no longer dealing with a dead grana. Um, but we put up a rerun this week. But it, it is of it's a lead off to something even stupider. But it was Adult Jokes and Kids Cartoons, one of our uh, best episodes that has strangely become one of our highest trafficking articles ever. So if you haven't seen it, it's just like a bunch of people contributed hidden adult jokes in children's cartoons. 
and they are fun, especially every. I cannot believe everybody yawned at once. Um, <laughs> well, it is contagious. Yeah, but it was just at once. It was, was the unison. You were you were hiccuping. It is getting late, but uh, yeah. Oh, also cheap podcast. We did a new one of those about uh, professional wrestlers getting future endeavored, aka mm-hmm. let go by their companies. Hired. And uh, Money in the Bank's coming up. So. Money in the Bank. Oh, boy. And Video Game Apocalypse this week is uh, very, very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's Ann Lewis's birthday. She got to choose the topic. Oh, and, shit. I need to. And she yeah, chose top five butts. Her. And Anna selected her favorite butts from video mm-hmm. game history. You won't mm-hmm. believe what got number two. It's poop. Tell me one of the butts. Um, um, hmm. Is Wario's? No, no, no. It, it, does anybody. I. Yeah. Was, she got uh, one Wario of my favorite Wario wasn't on there. I will be commenting on this article. She, it, it's <laughs> not Wario. Uh, it got one of my favorites is on there. Um, Miranda from uh, Oh Aspect. Uh, Dude, fuck that! It in, it literally invented butt lighting I, I in video it. games. That I bu- need to make a fake username to start commenting on this article. Please, immediately. I, I, do it. Well, I'm not saying anything about her character, but she did uh, but one did. shot of her booty is like. Something else. It's it like, literally has star lighting. It's it's <laughs> it's framed perfectly. Like Shepard is way off in the distance. The butt is taking up two thirds. It's it's that extravagant. It's that worthwhile. It's that worth talking about. And it's the scene where she's talking about her little sister who Probably. may or may not be dead. Yeah. Yes, and I'm staring at her turd cutter. Oh, <laughs> oh. what? Brett. Uh, VGEmpire.com. Favorite butts. Go. Oh man, I could have so many. Sly Cooper. Cooper. Clank? What? You gotta uh, say, like, even even in Metal Gear 4, Snake had a really good butt. I'm not saying he's on there, but he totally is. Yeah. Uh, game music podcast. <laughs> uh, video game music. We did a Breath of Fire episode. Uh, we had um, recorded during E3, so 20 years of Breath of Fire and went through 1, 2, 3, 4, and Dragon Quarter. Prior to that, we did a Godzilla did? episode and an X-Men episode and all kinds of stuff. Neat. I yeah. remember Breath of Fire episode. Well, we didn't do it here. It was oh, live wow. at E3. We did it at E3, wow. and you weren't invited. <laughs> Neither was I. It was in a hotel room. Don't worry yeah. about it. I had no idea. Brett had a secret rendezvous in a hotel room. Yeah, we talked about Breath of Fire. Yeah. <laughs> With Breath of Fire. I missed that. Apparently. <laughs> uh, we were texting during most of it. It's fine. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Carolyn, plug well, something. I have nothing to plug. Not even laser time? Laser time. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> In all the faces. Uh, uh, Dan Genrampa. Let's plug, plug uh, that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carolyn, thank you very much. You're welcome back anytime. I was so happy. <laughs> I, 97 I, more episodes. <laughs> I miss I, I miss our Pokemon Mondays together. Those are so fun. You're Pokemon. You, you really are. It's you are my favorite Pokemon. Oh, likewise, Henry. Oh, well, it's never likes that, Henry. Okay. Well, it's you okay. know, it's not, so, it's not so, such a bad place to be. All right. Well, until next time, <laughs> Excelsior! Excelsior.